Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. The unveilings. Spiritual revelations. The openings. That's fine. Mm. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. Oh, 13 oh, oh. indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. On a vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish. To raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced Ethiopian, inhaling kush Blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush Standing on the middle line, no defining Swirling dervish, in between space and time Just a tricks Tuesday, another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day, just a fuse the way From pain in your back to aches in your knees. Come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, cause there's no time to be wasted. Yo, 
Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close. We both lies on our identity. I build like he who step, architect like M.O. Step. Son had the son himself to guard deadly with the art of fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight seven dwelling in your melon. No felon though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal. My rhyme suicidal. I worship no idols. My style of the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence past my cool. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop. Got Scoop the swoop in my loop Do the knowledge where I can see Get played like flu It was the son of the saw A gift from the gods Who rules flying through the sky With golden wings Submerged into the light Knighted by the golden king With the scepter of justice Melanin cultivating she Until we are Ethereans Finally becoming one With the righteous sun Solar Souls are raw Magnificent glow With unconditional love Scattered rays for days From the heavens above Soul below The souls Just trapped in the lowest depths of hell Incarnated into 76 trillion cells To break free We must be refined Masculine and feminine properties combined The devil is the author of confusion 183,000 divisions Religion, denomination, sets, code, schisms, and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance, though we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle my control. Suggestion, brainwashing, indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called Life, we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Going out here. 
and the structure of our reality, ultimate reality, not just what the real with out and all. Um, going in on uh, today's topic is going to be body builders or temple building body in the temple builders. You know, I, I went over this once before a couple of months ago. Decided to just get back into the to the hat again, to the metal magician hat. Pull out this bunny again, this rabbit. But um, just a few more things have been accumulating since the last time we spoke on this uh, the topic bodybuilding. A lot of a lot of peoples around the way are being um. Coming more tuned to uh, what she is, wanting to learn it and learning it as well. Qigongs and meditations, and Tai Chi. Not just you know like abroad, but my friends and family as well. That's what's peace. Um, and I've noticed changes. You know what I'm saying? Within that, within that learning, you know what I'm saying? They have actually. I've seen people, uh, I mentioned that in one of the classes, that's another reason why I've been pushing these, uh, the hours. I know I'm normally on at 7, and like the last couple of weeks I've been running late. I've been um, taking on a little bit, taking on a little some classes where I'm teaching. You know, I have started instructing around here a little bit at three different establishments. I get thanks, you know, it's in this piece, but I, you know, throughout the course of the so-called week or whatever, the seven days, and of course, the some days of the week, I have uh, had to take care of other things, well, you know, family, whatnot, and myself, you know, of course. So um, now I'm like coming in between eight and nine and everything. Actually, the night I thought I would, I put eight thirty on the um, on as far as coming as far as transmission. Well, as far as starting the broadcast, but uh, now you ought to see me in here. Like a chicken with head cut off, running around. Man, and then I get in here and I call in and it says, You have 17 minutes before you the broadcast. Please, where you call back? So I was like, Okay, let me settle down. There go that, that you know, that frantic, uh, over emotional mind. So, um, yeah, I, I did some deep breathing and I uh, drank some chia. What is this? Uh, chia, chia energy, blackberry blast, organic. Yeah, whatever, but it's good. It got the chia seeds. No alcohol. So do not mix with alcohol. Oh, that's for pregnant women. I ain't pregnant for a child, so without it, that's what the fight say. Well, good science. So. Like I said, tonight's topic is uh, bodybuilders, and I'm just going to reiterate on some of the, some of what we spoke on a few months ago, and bring some other things to light as well. This side, you know what I mean. Um, first and foremost, get into a little tips and tricks. Tonight's tips and tricks is you know some old something. Some new, some bald, some blue. We're gonna do the um in a smile meditation once again. It relates to uh, to the topic because we're building the body. You know, what I'm saying not just the the um you know the body is basically the body. We have different sheaths 
be it the physical body, the etheric body, the astral body, and the um, the spiritual body as well as the causal body. So these different planes of of existence, or whatnot, if you want to call them planes of consciousness, they all have uh, different. They have different approaches of uh, enhancement, but basically, it's all through the breath. You know what I'm saying? You know, so we do the inner the inner smile meditation or transforming negative emotion. A fusion of the five elements and transforming negative emotions with the inner smile meditation. That's what it's called. So as we transform these negative emotions with the inner smile, we fuse we fuse the positive um emotions with the inner and then we enhance the organ system as well. All right, so in it relates, first we're going to go through that real quick. Not real quick. I always say that, but it's just a common phrase. It don't mean that. And kick off the shoes and relax the feet. All right, so you're relaxed. You just settle yourself. First and foremost, you know, just relax your shoulders and everything, posture, you know, all that matters. So, you know, get as comfortable as you possibly can. And then just breathe in through the nose a couple couple of rounds. Make the stomach large like a beach ball. Then breathe out, allowing the stomach to go as flat as possible towards the spine. Eyes closed. Hands rested, the knees, man, your feet, your legs should be at a 90-degree angle. Women, your legs should be at a 45-degree angle towards the corners of the wall if you sitting in front of a wall. So breathe in through the nose. Make the stomach large like a beach ball. Breathe out the nose. Allow the stomach to go as flat as possible towards the spine. Tongue should be at the roof of the mouth behind the teeth. You want to breathe in, we pull up on the perineum. That's the soft spot between the sexual organ and the anus. So we breathe in, tongue at the roof of the mouth. Pull up gently and subtly on that soft spot between that area. We breathe out the nose. Relax that part of the body while the tongue remains at the roof of the mouth behind the teeth. Keeping the shoulders relaxed. Men should be at the edge of the chair with the testicles hanging loosely off the edge of the chair so they would not lose or have that energy in the lower self stagnant and stuck. So a lot of energy to hang loose or to be able to move properly. I mean, you don't have to have, you don't have to worry about that. Good. All right, so we breathe in one more. And we come out on the Breathe out. Relaxing on this breath, we're going to create a smile at the corner of our lips. You see that reference point of that happiness, that happy moment, whatever it may be. Smile towards the heart with the color red and transform the energy, the negative emotion of hate to the negative emotion of joy and love. Then exhale out towards the lower dantian, which is located an inch and a half below the belly button. Exhale out the color red 
and and then sound off with the sound. While exhaling and allowing the stone to go as flat as possible towards the bottom. Breathe in once again. Through the nose, make the stomach large like a beach ball. Keep your shoulders relaxed. Transform the negative emotion of hate to the emotion, the positive emotion of love. Breathe out high towards the um, belly button, an inch below the belly button. The count is 636 or 424. Depending on how your breathing mechanism is, how much you can hold in your lungs. Do your lungs up to 75%, so breathe in for six. Or four, hold three or two. Imagine the color red. Transform hate to love and breathe out. To the lower abdomen, one inch below, one inch below the um, belly breath. One and a half inches below the belly breath. Now we go to the lungs. Breathe in. See the color white. Transform the negative emotion of grief to happiness. So the negative emotion of grief to happiness and sound off with the sound. Thumb to go as fast as possible towards the spine. And seeing the color white go one inch and a half below the belly button and filling in that lower dachyon. Spiraling into that area. Once again, breathe in the color white. Transform the negative emotion of grief into joy, into uh, happiness. And breathe out. Seeing the color white spiraling towards uh, the belly button, one inch and a half below belly button. And get the dancing lower dancing. And go to the liver. See the color green. Breathe in. Transform the negative emotion of anger to acceptance by breathing out the sound. To the lower dachyon. To the lower dachyon, imagine the color green spiraling into that area. I'll wait Remember to keep the tongue at the roof of the mouth, behind the teeth, and bring up the perineum on the inhalation and relax on the exhalation. Then we go to the kidney area. Imagine the color black. Breathe in. Now we transform the negative emotion of fear to the positive emotion of courage by exhaling out. Sway. Seeing the color black go towards the lower dachyon, filling in that area with the colors red, white, and green already fixed. Things in that space. So once again, imagine the color black. Breathe in for six, four, hold for three or two, and breathe out, transforming negative emotion of fear into courage. Allowing the stomach to go as flat as possible towards the spine. Now we go to the spleen. Imagine the color yellow. Breathe in. Imagine the color yellow, transforming the negative emotion of worry into the positive emotion of patience and wisdom. Of breathing out 
almost like the sound of what the um, what the owl makes. Ooh. Make it in the wind sound. You see the color yellow going towards the lower dantian, and mixing with the colors of red, white, green, black. Once again, we breathe in, seeing locating the spleen. Mm-hmm. That's on the right. I mean, that's on the left side, right next to, right behind the pancreas and the stomach. So we breathe in, color yellow, transforming the negative emotion of worry to patience and wisdom. And breathe out, allowing the yellow color to spiral towards the end, the lower dantian, and connect with the other colors. Of, that's the colors of the heart. Lungs, the liver, the kidneys, and the spleen. They're all now attuned to each other and spiraling in one area, the lower dantian, our sacral region, where our eight original cells are located, the mitosis, the blastula, and spiral that area. Then we can go into the microcosmic orbit for as for as many rounds as you see fit. Right, and then when you are done with the microcosmic orbit, allow that energy, that spiraling ball, to be placed back into the lower dantian. For men, we can also we can also place eyes in the pineal gland, and that's up to you as as females as well. It's really your preference, however you feel. You want to store it in the pineal gland one day, store it there. You want to store it in the middle. Um, Dantian, which is the solar plexus or the, the thymus gland, and that's up to you as well. However you feel, just if you want to experiment and, and experience and experience whatever um, you know suits your gun off. All right, so that was the inner smile meditation, and you know basically fusion of the five elements. So five elements: heart is fire, lungs is metal, the liver is wood. Kidneys is water, and the spleen is earth. So those are the five elements that are being fused together inside of that meditation. So fusing of the five elements, transforming negative emotion, and and the inner smile meditation through the inner smile meditation. I right, good things. That was what that was, and that that is pretty much going to uh, help enhance your uh, our energy. Energy, you know what I'm saying, for um, optimal purposes, mainly first, of course, is for the physical, physiological purposes with our organ system and our endocrine system by strengthening the muscles with that inner smile. By smiling down towards the muscles and changing that negative emotion, it also um, changes the molecular structure or the atomic structure of that physical um, entity being in the, the organ. So it gives us strength to be able to operate properly. All right, so now we're, we're gonna, I'm going to go into the discourse for tonight. Some of this is old, like I said, some old, some new, some borrowed, some blue. So we went over this once before, but, you know, things, every day something happens new, so every day is a new experience, so we might as well, you know, add on. Uh, these are old notes, but pretty much uh, new information. It's always something. I ain't nothing new in the sign to say, 
sometimes we, we read something or we might see something or go through something in life that pertains to information that we've already picked up in all this life. So we just uh, bridge all that together and and keep moving, you know. All right, so in, in speaking on, you know, bodybuilding or temple building, you know, again, temple, Tim is a comedic word that means complete, and P-L-E, we change that L to a R, it's pure. So, uh, you know what I'm saying, pure is also means house or temple, so the complete temple, the complete house. Pure also means um, daily, as in superior, superman. So, um, meaning daily or, or continuous, those super or superior can also mean um, continuous completion. Uh, I'm not mistaken. I'm not saying that right. Somebody correct me. I'm wrong. Let me look at that real quick. Right there. Superior. Supper. Oh, don't you hate it when something's right there in front of your face? <laughs> you can't find it. There's no right there in front of your face. Don't look at it. Um, um, and yeah, it's been one of them days. Okay. Every deeds uh, to go forth. Yeah, man is daily. So to go forth, completely go forth. Super. But uh, this is we're talking about pure temper. So not the temperate man, but the, the temple man. But um, temper. We transfer that L to a R. It can mean to go forth. Uh, like uh, Superman means to go forth daily. Man means daily. Alright, but in this aspect, we're gonna we're gonna use it this time around as temple or the complete temple, complete body. Body meaning body and deed, by soul and deed to contribute. So the body builders contribute to the soul, the temple. Meaning complete, Tam means complete, and prayer meaning simple or house, the house that contributes to the soul, the body temple. Alright, so that that is what we are building in all walks of life as we are here on this as the light comes from the dark. And we must call the darkness is abounding, permeates all things, the hidden light of intelligence, the infinite immortal Eternal hidden light of intelligence, melanin, is, is what we are phrasing it now in, in this uh, in the English derivation. Kim, which would be or Kim were, which would be the um, metal metal, but that is the hidden light of intelligence. So when we're speaking on bodybuilding, we are definitely 
talking about some type of exercise or in that perspective anyway, as we look at what we are doing as far as building something, in most in most uh, respects, you know, we, we look at it, we think about bodybuilding, we think about weights and stuff, and especially here in the West, exercise is primarily a huff and puff um, until you blow a house down type scenario, you know what I'm saying? With this type of mentality, it's easy for us to comprehend why there are so many burnt-out personalities, burnt-out personality traits than there are enlightened personalities, so to speak. This is mainly rooted not only and this is mainly rooted not only from the type of exercise being anaerobic such as weightlifting and sprinting or any type of or any other type of strenuous cardiovascular or respiratory operation. That that's that's more or less that is why it's rooted in those types of exercises, but we burn out fast. And it can also be due to the hour of the day that we um, we are participating with these types of exercises due to the fact that um, the vital role of optimal metabolic exchange and assimilation, as well as digestion and energy conservation dispersion, meaning that in the West, it's common practice to exercise and to do our normal daily activities in life. You know, like um, you gotta go to work from nine to five. You gotta pick your children up from school. You gotta get them to school in the morning. You pick them up in the evening. You might just not have enough time in that general part of the day to do any type of exercise or exercise. So we look to the evening time to. Uh, do that type of operation, that physical operation of um, any type of muscular fitness exercise or whatnot. And unknowingly, when we are doing, ex- you know, strenuous um, exercises that hour, those hours, you know, corrupting our physiological um, structure somewhere by causing inflammation in the body more pain you can gain due to the fact that the body operates at its optimal as far as exercise is concerned when the sun is operating at its optimal because we are moving in the circadian of the sun cycle. So when the sun is going down, the operation of our organ system is going down so it won't have the full effect of being able to utilize the respiratory system or the cardiovascular system to give us the energy required for the full potential of the exercise as well as being able to purge out any impurities properly through the cardiovascular functions of the heart, blood, as well as the lungs, being able to breathe out those carbon dioxide. So when we're doing these harder exercises at those times of the day, it can become somewhat haphazard to our physiological inner self and cause more pain than gain. So the best times of the day for any type of physical exercise that's going to be bringing a lot of huff and puff and sweat definitely be in the morning or in the in the midday and not necessarily after five o'clock when the body is naturally 
going into a state of rest. All right. So the fundamental dynamic structure of inner quote unquote martial arts is just that. It's inner strength that we are acquiring. So you know, the aspects of bodybuilding is uh, you know, building muscles and and then, you know, we got these strong muscles that's you know, we're walking around with and picking up stuff, you know, real fast and throwing things real fast or just, you know, whatever we're going to do with these muscles. But when we're looking at what's really taking place is this is all external strength, you know. So is this going to have any effect on my inner reality as far as my endocrine system or my health? You know what I'm saying? So, no, not really. Yes, we can develop certain strength or certain health qualities by, you know, allowing the heart or the cardiovascular system to get a good pump and workout, but what about the liver, kidneys, you know, the the, um, other organ systems, the spleen, you know, the lungs are getting a good workout as well, you know, but uh, is it going to increase in health, and can it heal those organ systems if something is faulty within it? You know what I'm saying? So strength initiates from within. The essential power of life resides within. And the activation of will by way of heart, mind, intent comes from within. So in order for the physical body to acquire any activity, it must be focused and agreed upon by the mind, the emotional mind, or the spiritual mind. In either case, the acquisition of external manifestations is fueled by energy, and that energy is consciousness. And that is the immortal, infinite, eternal head light of the intelligence. Basically, that's dark energy, dark matter, or what we call melon. All right, so I'm going to let something ride right here real quick. This is, uh, where is that? In the box. Energy, basically. Here we go. Real short, a little something. Right now I hear there's only one phone in the United States, is the iPhone. It's a good phone but what we are forgetting is the eye. The iPhone is all right but the eye is the most important thing. iPhone is just a little gadget produced by this larger gadget. This is the gadget, isn't it? All the other gadgets have been produced by this gadget. If you pay little attention to this one, if the necessary understanding and awareness and ability to transform this gadget happens within you, your ability to live will be greatly, greatly enhanced. Then outside technologies are not a barrier. Outside technologies are a boon that's been offered to us. But the boons that have been offered to us are turning into curses in people's lives simply because they have not taken care of this one. They're only trying to take care of the external situation. We have done a lot of engineering in the world outside. 
And because of this, we have a huge level of comfort and convenience in the world today. The kind of comfort and convenience that no other generation of people could have ever imagined, that level of comfort and convenience we have. Though we have this, though we are the most comfortable generation ever on the planet, we cannot claim that we are the most peaceful generation, we cannot claim we are the most joyful or loving generation on the planet for sure. So in many ways, this generation is becoming the most neurotic generation or most complaining generation because we have taken care of the outside but we have not taken care of the inside. The world is engineered the way we want it, but are we engineered the way we want ourselves to be? So there is a certain way to engineer our system, to make this body, to make this mind, to vary chemistry within us the way we want it. If our wish to be is to be blissful, to make the world blissful it would take too many things, but to make this one person blissful, a willing person, somebody who wants to be blissful, it shouldn't be difficult at all. But this has not been done because people have never paid attention to the mechanics of how a human being functions and to engineer that the way we want it. So these are technologies for inner well-being. Everybody wants health, peace, blissfulness, but these are simple things. Why these things are not happening is we have never paid attention to the inner mechanism of what a human being is. To pay attention to that, and to create it the way we want it. This is inner engineering. There's significantly more ease in the way I live my life today than I did before. Thank you, thank you. So what, what he was mentioning, what he's speaking on is basically simple. Um, you know, we are focused on the old saying that the majority of people focus on the artificial world and the natural world fades right before our eyes. So the majority, the masses, are focused on the illusion. You know, it's a great, great illusion, Maya Maya. So the majority of the of the world, the majority of people focusing on this artificial illusionary reality, causing the natural world to fade. And since this illusionary reality is based on uh, artificial means and mechanisms, be it uh, artificial electromagnetic fields, be it artificial foods, be it artificial um, breath, being chemtrails, since our primary focuses are on these external realities, the natural world is uh, fading away. And that natural world is the inner world, the inner being is our inner self where our truth resides. So when we go out here and we go to the grocery store and pick up all these box items that are unnatural, because, you know, it didn't, nature didn't produce it if it's in a box, it's already processed for us, then that is causing the natural world to fade. We go out here and we, um, we focus on um, artificial realities that's based on media, I mean, yeah, European devil in America or that um, deranged melanin um, coming forth and giving us some type of uh, conclusion to our our daily uh, assumptions of questions, which really aren't questions because the questions were given to us by the media in the first place. True question is already has the answer. The answer is who am I and who are we? We are everything, you know, and that is who we are here to be. 
So everything does consist of some of this artificiality, but that's only for the experience. And as they are experimenting on us through the experience, we have to be the scientists of self and know self. But when we know self, we have to realize that the body is telling us that we are contributing to the soul through the mechanism of the vessel or the vehicle, you know what I'm saying, the house. This house is holding the soul. The soul is the primacy of our being, of our truth. And it is the locator or it is the holder of the intelligence and the memories that are being given to us through the experience each day and each hour of the day. And so one way to, uh, I guess, to exchange that uh, scenario that that give, but really that take and take, is it that the take and take and take it. They give us a false sense of reality and they take our true reality by focus and our attention. And attention, uh, you know, can be usurped by way of our emotions. The emotion, emotion is, is um, to agitate and stimulate by external means the mind or soul. So external means agitating and stimulating our soul and mind, and it's altering our reality due to how we refocus that energy back out. So in order for the body to be built properly, we have to transform and transfer that negative information into a positive, higher information. What we are seeing outwardly will be the sun cycle, the golden cycle, you know. So we are now in that age, you know, the um, leading the Cali, Cali age into the age of enlightenment, so to speak, sun age or the golden age. And now that we are embarking upon that and you're on the threshold, it's not really we're already in it. That's why they're blocking the sun, you know, chemtrails. And the old chemtrails, um, that transformed that word again. So chem, something from our, our truth. So those are dark trails. Those trails can be led into what we would call the trail of tears that our ancestors um, traded upon in that walk as the indigenous people on this planet, you know, on this side of the planet back in the 1700s but not when they were walking towards the presentation. So that trail of tears is transformed now to these chemtrails. That's on, that's on my perception that yeah, still everything happens in the day. You know, so now we're here, and uh, the majority of the people have no clue of what's really going on. So that uh, not knowing this or that not having knowledge of self is basically a focus on the artificial reality and the normalcy being um, pretty much placed upon us as necessity, and they are not uh, in my own perspective again. They're not natural. Most of, most of you know, the most natural thing is to be somewhere, sit still for a moment, then when we got to do what we got to do, let's do it, you know what I'm saying? And then while we're doing those things, especially in that still moment, build up the energy within, to be able to um, actualize those movements in the proper perspective and be able to jump and do it with the oomph that we have, the power that we have to get it done, you know. And, again, energy, well, I'm just going to go into uh, 
this right here. You know, so we spoke on an immortal body or immortal, immortal body. We change the L at the end to R, but immortal body. Again, meaning there again, also means prince. So him, and then move means water or essence. But that which lives in the water, it may have very many light, divine being or divine being, earth or fire, and um, R, A R, changing that L to R, meaning um, to tie together. By, of course, means divine soul, and D means to give or to contribute to. So, M, M, R, means the divine being that exists in the water which gives fire to unite the divine soul. So that divine being that exists in the water is your first cell or the eight original cells that exists right there in the urinary, bladder, and kidney region, the sacral region. And that's in between the water. The water is the essence. You know what I'm saying? Also, uh, when female is carrying the baby and the thing is gestating or what not, just in that area as well, when it's in the head below the belly button, and that ambionic fluid is, of course, water, and that is the holder of all information that the baby is uploading into their organic computer called the brain as it's formulating or the heart as it's formulating into fire is equivalent to the life which gives fire to unite the divine soul. Divine being that exists in the water which gives fire to unite the divine soul. Fire is equivalent to uh, Kundalini energy, if you will, or to the active action that takes place within the embarking into the physical arena of life from nothing to something. So that fire to initiate fire. Okay, so from there, it unites the divine soul. Body types in general is one of the most essential aspects of esoteric decree that one can, can learn. It's an understanding, a very high understanding of ancient, of an ancient system that has its roots that go all the way back to ancient Africa. Or new or So, over the last 2,000 years, it's been handed down by word of mouth through secret teachings and different mystery schools. Through its correct application, it can help harmonize and balance our relationships with, and in any social environment, it can give us real state of inner peace over standing. So according to another concept of the ancient wisdom, all bodies, whether they be spiritual or material, have three centers, the upper center, the middle center, and the lower center. That's equivalent to the middle dantian, the upper dantian, the middle dantian, the lower dantian, the triple warmers in Chinese uh, medical society, which is also equivalent to um, the pomegranate, basically, the thalamus gland, 
where a lot of our, a majority of our energies are accumulated and how when they are connected properly together and utilized properly, then those other plants will come online as well, yet those bodies, those other bodies will also be online. The middle center is in the midst of the other two, so it's equivalent to put the body in the heart. This is um, the most spiritual and one of the most mysterious organs in the human body. So the, this this heart, which we hold as Haru, means the life. This is where this reality is, is balanced with the higher reality, the higher self. Um, the second center is elevated to the, to the position of the greatest physical, physical dignity in most respects, and that's the brain. The third or the lower center is regulated to the position of um, the least physical dignity, and that's the, that's the generative system. Consequently, though, if you think about it, the heart is symbolically the source of life, so the brain is connected to the heart by which through the intelligence is balanced. So by way of life and form, when it's united, through the, pro, pro, um, the procreative system or the generative system, and the source of that power goes through the generative system and gives us physical life. So the mind or the intelligence is balanced through, by way of the brain, the intelligence goes through the heart and is balanced and then gives energy to the um, sexual organs or whatever you want to call it, the procreative system, the generative system, and then we formulate life. So as the infinite, immortal light of the intelligence is bearing witness of life, which is, is the source, so the mind bears witness to the spirit or the intelligence. So this, when, so when the infinite, immortal light, the infinite, um, immortal, eternal light of the intelligence is uh, observing life, which is the source mind bears witness to the intelligence. So they are acting in accordance with each other because they are in one. One. In essence, they are one. So the spiritual nature that is most commonly symbolized by our heart is uh, connected to the intellectual nature, which is uh, more or less symbolized by an open eye or an eye. So the thalamus gland or the heart region, the solar plexus region, is connected to the pineal gland or the um, first eye. And then when those two connect and utilize and are formed, that the hormones and those different fluids are formed, those within the procreative region, and then we have physical life on the external. So the first from you know first step in the source. Zero and then went into everything. Most mystery systems recognize the heart as the center of the spiritual consciousness, yet they purposely ignore this, so they put some type of blind on it. And they and the concept that we use as the heart is uh usually an exoteric an ex, exoteric sense, not esoteric, but exoteric sense, meaning given, not hidden. Exoteric sense, E X O T E R I C sense, is symbolized by the emotional nature. 
amen, degenerative sin is represented by the physical body, the heart, the emotional body, and then the brain would be the mental body. The brain seems to be the superior spirit when we're speaking on these, on these three different aspects, being that it, when you locate at the top where the heart is in the middle and the degenerative system is at the bottom. So we're looking at the brain like it has it holds more weight or holds more value than the heart. Yet after the initiates pass through the lower degrees within the mystery systems of the past and still to this day, they um are instructed that the brain is only the substitute for the spiritual plane that actually dwells within the uh, deep recesses of the heart. While we say the heart is fire or light. You know what I'm saying? So when the student of the of those esoteric type of um, schools discovers that the ancients um, often resorted to these various lines of screens to conceal the true interpretations of the mystery. And the true myth, the true mystery is that the majority of uh, physical reality is I guess you could say, personified and then magnified or manifested by way of our heart and skin. You know what I'm saying? And that's true. So the three degrees of the ancient mysteries, which, you know, we know that they're really only, there are only three degrees, you know, the book's closed pretty much. But these three degrees of the ancient mysteries, um, at times, Um, was was symbolized as the temple itself, and that the body could be utilized as a uh, the templates of that was initiate process processes, then the body would be um, personified or, or be a template of the temple that the initiates would pass through. So, for instance, like the temple within the biblical structure. Um, when they, was, uh, when they built the temple, they had the outer court, they had the inner court, and then they had the holy of holies. The outer court would be representative of the, the, the organ system, and you know what I'm saying, or basically the lungs and everything outside. It would be, uh, I mean, it would be the, um, not the, but the genital system. Then they had like a little pool or something right there that goes into the inner court. But that outer court had that pool, you wash your hands and feet and everything, and where you go into the inner court. The inner court would be the inside, would be the organs and all that, the, the lungs, the heart and all that. And then you go to the Holy of Holies, the Holy of Holies. The Holy of Holies would symbolize the pomegranate or the, um, the high chakra. But like when we look at uh, what is over there at the Vatican or what is over the cathedral, then we see that little bubble at the top with the, the um the steeple hanging, coming up, you know, out of that. You see that little hole right there that's symbolizing the center of the skull and um, and the pommel gland and how the light goes into that area and fuels the body with light. So, you know, the eyes feel with light and the whole body is filled with light. And they also put those cathedrals and all the different type of uh, esoteric buildings on ley lines or uh, or vertices, you know what I'm saying? So they, they do their little feng shui or jamaxi on these areas so that they can have that ultimate power, that ultimate potential to um, be able to basically manipulate the psychology of the individual way to do it, to go in and out there and do it, 
know, and it's also why majority of those um, types of buildings were in circular patterns because they want that energy to be circulating in and out. Whereas when you have squared and now the energy gets stagnant in the corners. So, you know, they like that too though. So they want that controlling type of energy. They that's what they do, they do the squares. You know what I'm saying? But when they want to give and take what, what they, I mean, they they know the math on it, so basically that circular thing is something that we introduced back in the day as far as like a hut in Africa, whatever where the indigenous people where we had these circular huts to where we would we want the energy not to be stagnant, so we would want it to be circulating like the planet or whatnot, the the orbs, you know what I'm saying? Everything about us is in in a circle pattern, if you look at your arms, and you look at your fingers, and you look at your nails, you look at everything about us, we have asymmetrical and symmetrical type of patterns, but mostly it's lines and circles. You know, so that squares hold energy within them. So they, you know, we know the math on it, I'm going to say today, but we knew the math on that just with the purpose of this circle and the square was, you know what I'm saying? So the square being the physical reality, the circle being the spirit. So when we uh, circle the square, we see how that circle enhances our full potential because the square, even though both of them are equal to 360, and that's 720 completion, you know what I'm saying? So when we complete the, 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 the whole cycle of temple, complete, um, completely go forth daily, you know what I'm saying? So that that's in training basically. So when we are in training to become, you know, in training means continuous, in meaning uh, continuous in meaning within train meaning transition. So basically the transition within. Continuous transition within, but then we go back to temple meaning can complete and per can mean for super, meaning um, daily, you know what I'm saying, or to go forth, I mean, so completely, to go forth completely, you know what I mean, so building these these um, type of, this temple, you know what I'm saying, in the form of the human body was what they, uh, what, what we began as doing it as far as uh, even the Dogon, the Dogons had stupas. So I'm not yeah, the stupas and the, the stupa, this as well as the pyramid, was um, in representation of, of the entity sitting in meditation. So we would see the base, you know, like a Christmas tree, you know what I'm saying? Or what would we call a um, you know, with a pine tree, something like that. See how the base is wide and then it narrows off at the top. So when we sit in meditation, you see how our legs are in the lotus or what the Indian, you know, whatever we call it, we'll call it um, position. The base is wide and it comes up into a narrow um, part of our shoulders and then it, it uh, stops off at where the, uh, the head is and that would be the capstone. You know what I'm saying? So, so as the uh, the temple itself being constructed in the form of the human body, at the time the candidate or the initiate would enter between the feet and then receive the highest degree in the form of the course, the course to the brain. 
So the feet would be the lower and stuff where the, the genital area is there. Go through the heart and then get the high point, high degree period mystery. That's the, the genital system. And raised to initially was raised to the uh, other various degrees of concrete thought. The second degree. You know, that that the first degree raised the you know, the initiate to um the chamber that corresponds to do what through that chamber it corresponds to concrete thought, you know, physical thought based on the physical reality, but being able to observe it in that that's as far as the participation with that. The second degree is given in the cha the chamber of the heart and it um uh, the initiate the mental link. Here this is where the candidate was initiated into the abstract thought and lifted that up to the high as high as the mind and capable of penetrating into physical reality and going through the veil. Then they pass into the third chamber and that third chamber is, is an analogous to the brain that occupied the so called high position of the temple. But in truth it was analogous to the heart, which is of the greatest thing. So the in in the brain the in the brain chamber or the you know the the area the heart mystery was given. That's when the initiate or the candidate um was was given the statement as a man thinking from his heart. So it's that's when one would see that those words um as a man thinking in his heart so is he meaning that the heart is doing most the majority of our true thinking when it is balanced up. We know we don't have that monkey brain or all those different um perspectives of the physical reality going through our, our mind, what we call our mind as images and as uh, ideas that formulate into those thoughts. Okay, so that being those three degrees that they so called go through uh, you know, as far as the esoteric mystery system. But that would be the um the gentle system, the heart system, respecting the truth. The heart is the highest of those passages. So what would take place is the the initiates were then shown that um the image is not a reality but merely an objectification, you know, of a subjective idea. So the image of the gods were, were not designed to be objects of worship, but were merely regarded as symbols or reminders of the hidden powers and principles, forces that reside within the cosmos and within man. So below, so above, you know, macrocosm is the microcosm. So the body of man must not be solely considered as the individual but only as the house of the individual, the temporary, so the complete temple or the complete house. You know, so this house is a vehicle, you know, or what some may call um, the temple. Also, it's the home, you know, the the body of. Uh, what resides within it, and that is the permanency, or it would also be related to immortal, infinite, eternal, hidden light of the intelligence. And in its most 
gross or perverse state, it can be reflected as the tune or the prism of the divine source or spark. So some people may look at it like that, but it is the home, it's the temple. So as a where Corinthians 3.16 states, um, the body is the temple of the body is the temple of God, or the, the body is, yeah, the spirit resides within the body. The body is the temple of God. So he who defiles the body defiles God. And so that spirit being the intelligence, that's the ancestral energy, when we defile or we negate the capability and the potentials of the ancestor ancestral information and ability, then it um, goes against us because we're going against the grain. And you know, we all know that all things is intelligence, then that intelligence being that it is a part of the interconnection of all. When certain things are not activated properly, not even naturally go against the grain. You know, in this day and time, these abnormalities, which we call normal, are obstructing our pathway of thinking. So our critical thinking being that it is now subjected to a physical reality that is based on confusion instead of fusion of those that light and dark, then we are always at a um, cat and mouse chase trying to find something to satisfy the urgent, which is cool in the experience, but when the body starts getting these different, you know, trying to tell us something, we got to listen to that soul that, you know, that resides within the body. That's that, uh, the infinite, immortal, eternal pit might of the intelligence. That's just your energy that's always been there, knocking, knocking that head door. So the symbolism that the um, house or the home, the vehicle, is, and what resides within it being the divine spark, the initiatory um, part of ourself in that symbolism there, he calls within us a great uplifting of our true self, our true nature. So remember that the, the images that are located outside of us are not to be seen as the true reality or the heart reality. These are only images that are personified externally to give us a representation or representation of forces, principles, powers that reside within. Remember, metaphysical language is the retransformation of words in order for us to open up different portals of thought. I always reiterate on that so that we have an understanding that when we are telling ourselves one thing that's based on what reality in front of us is mentioning, it may not be the necessary in necessity the truth for us or for any individual in their own experience. So you do your diligence and you, you find out what is true for you in your experience and always recall that things externally are not to be giving too much power. To give that power, that's what it's like giving the devil power, pretty much if you don't call it that, because that's the lived reality, devil backwards lived again. So if we're looking for something that's evil, you know what I'm saying, 
and that evil resides in man because man lives. You know, so if we're looking for the devil, then that devil resides in man because man lived. So we can't look for something outside of us to blame when we have the utmost thing called critical thinking, but also decision making. So it's our choice to do or be whoever we want to be. Yeah. Remember, this is only this is an illusion. <laughs> so it's a hologram. So we can have pain with it. We can have pain with it. You know what I'm saying? It's up to us. It's our choice. All right. So the next time men fought with their right arms and defended with the Bible centers, and defended the Bible centers with their left arms, this is due to um, what may have occurred in the symbolism of dividing the body into halves, the right half being considered as light and the left half being dark. So as light perceives light, its only symbol is dark. So light is dark. Darkness is considered as a veil, which is a much material undifferentiated energy matter. So when we speak on darkness as being ignorance or evil, we have a misconception. Because when light is being birthed from life, life can only be can only be symbolic as darkness. So when I say the infinite, immortal, eternal, hidden light of the intelligence, what is meant is darkness. That darkness is mother and father of what we call light. Light being the root, and that darkness will be. I see it from that the Lord is the perfect darkness to dwell upon. So when those two energies appear together, it brings forth the light. You know what I'm saying? Or M-A-N, Mem, I leave moon. Mem, meaning water, chaos, blood. I leave meaning first the leader. And moon, meaning the seed that comes forth. And that's also can be related to them can be related to the what is it, the particle is the that's the root. Dark energy is the father energy, at least, and dark matter is mother energy, men. So as though the dark energy and dark matter is fused together, it brings forth light or the particle. So when it's like I was saying, symbolically, the body was divided into two halves, the right half being light and the left being dark. So um, when we decided to start fighting or whatever, you know, some said that, you know, we fought with our right arm because we had it shield or whatever with the left arm. And this is because, um, you know, it's, well, as far as it's currently, they say the right half of the body was regarded as the senses of the left of the senses. So for this reason, the right side of the body was considered masculine, left side feminine. So we could protect with the right punch, then we try to block with the with the left. And that's why they say a majority of people were right-handed. And, and, you know what I'm saying, I don't see the truth in that. But I do because even when somebody take off a swing at a person, most time we, we throw a hand up, we, we protect more with our left, and we try to, if we're going to throw a punch, we might throw a punch with the right. That's even in certain aspects of Wing Chun, 
called uh called backside. Uh, yeah, backside. But we call also call it looking at the looking at the watch. You know, so the elbow on the left hand comes up towards. You know, you got to stick with the elbow, the tough elbow theory. But the elbow comes up even though it's deviating from the tough elbow theory, and it blocks at the chin level going towards um, the punch or whatever is coming. So the left arm comes up automatically and blocks the right while we're looking at the watch. The right hand is right there ready to thin while the left hand is thin. And that seems almost natural, you know what I'm saying, because if you have opposition in front of you, why would you want to block with your right hand anyway? Yeah, we're going to martial or whatever, you know, that side of it. You wouldn't want to block every time. You wouldn't want to block a right punch. If everybody is, the majority of people is right, you wouldn't want to block with a, a right elbow or a right box stop, you know what I'm saying, or top stop. You could block with the, with the nice hand. I'm going to go back into the top of the session. we get into that another day. But that would be, that would go away from, you know, going to that right with a right punch believe the person into another punch, so that right punch, that right punch should be blocked with the left to counter with the, with the left punch or right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So among the misconceptions that came from that, though, from this that right there, is that um, darkness is evil, you know what I'm saying? The left hand, like the left hand to pass and black magic, you know, Opposed to uh, heaven being on the right and hell being on the left, you know, they, they, there's been all types of things that have uh, generated from that methodology of thought. So the exterior writings uh, have been somewhat similar to that in this dogmatic way of hiding the truth about what the heart and how the heart interplays with the uplifting and balancing as well of those lower energies so that it can be a bridge back into uh, this uh, point of initiation being a common point where the light is holy and holy. All right, so at birth, um, they say one-third of the divine nature of man is temporarily detached from itself and then in its own immortality, and it takes up itself in this dream world of its physical birth, and this animates within its own spiritual passions, physical body, through the, you know, the elemental. So while we are in this material realm, it's called a grave by way of gravity or a prison by way of the prison covered with a rainbow atmosphere. This transition into this incarnated part of ourselves awakens from the dream and physical existence and reunite itself once more with the eternal condition. So when photo material aspects of ourselves back with and united with the intelligence or the spiritual aspect of ourselves, then the incarnated part awakens from the dream state, the illusionary state, and reunites itself with the internal infinite mortal you know, so 
by the initiate or the candidate or whatever going through the mystery system, it then can ascertain, it then can gain transcendence from what we call death or whatever. And that law of birth and death is no longer existing because we have now brought both of those into one mesh and the true substance of ourselves, the infinite, immortal, eternal, light of the intelligence is, has regained its position on the throne. And this is at once the primary purpose and the perfect achievement of the mysteries, so that a man shall become aware of and constantly be reunited with the divine source of himself without tasting that nation that we call death. And basically, it's just transcending. Remember, nothing can be nothing can be destroyed or created. It's only trans, you know, transferred. That is. Alright, so that was just something I, you know, I have some notes I put together on the three degrees of um, what three degrees in those three different um, stages or levels within esoteric jargon, which relates to the basically primal gland, the thymus gland, the prostate gland, and how when we bring up the energies of the prostate or the uterus and then bridge it back with the heart and allow the energy or the cerebral spinal fluid to go back and fluctuate into the nutrient cycle or the microcosmic orbit, we go back up to the primal gland and then go into the third ventricle and then circulate back down into the heart and then back into the prostate or uterus and then back up again into the heart and then back to then we build that that infinite aspect of ourselves by giving that cycle the spin. You know, with any any energy or any type of when we're trying to capitalize on the flow of energy we have to we need some type of hydraulic pump. Or the hydraulic pump or that method of, you know, breathing in or breathing, allowing the stomach to get large and breathing in with the hydraulic pump, just like in an engine or a car or any type of system that needs that type of energy that allows that to flow properly in your body. All right, I'm on a well, right here. We're going to go into some martial arts. I'm going to play something first to get a good take on what we call my two art. Mind two meaning uh, mind means to sublimate or discipline, basically. And then um, sublimate through the spirit. So to discipline through the spirit for the vital energy of the sun, basically to supplement through the energy of the intelligence. We play this. Be right back.
we, when we're into arts, all the various forms that we find ourselves in and we still find ourselves in the deification of somebody else's culture or some other people. Like, for instance, martial arts. If you go in a, Rome, in a dictionary, you'll find that martial means a Roman god of war. Who would want to identify with a Roman god of war? And especially when you look at the art defense system that all of you will have an equal chance to see in just a few minutes, long before martial, a Roman god of war, and long before the Asian art defense system, the origin of all of that came right here in Kemet. It was called the Montu. The Montu art form was an African defense system long before a Roman god of war called martial art. Here you see another, another art form even using the sticks and the art form that one would look at as some kind of a karate chop. And then you see a flip that's taking place right here. So here you see, right, what they call judo. Here you see a flip right here and also another form of the art with the brothers are trying to defeat the other uh, and bring him down. So here you see an African defense system, but I want to show you that this is an African origin that goes as far back as the Nubas. Uh, this is your friend, you know him. One young brother came and actually got right into position one year as soon as he saw this because he's at an independent school right there in San Antonio, an independent school to, about teaching our children. And we have uh, two brothers who are from that school and one brother who's at that school right now, and that's Brother Oba. And he's right here, an independent school. Now, keep in mind that uh, that came from the Nubas, brothers and sisters. It was an African defense system, meaning that in this African defense system, you see the same exact thing right here. Now, look at this here form right here, and look at these brothers from Nuba. Look how far back this goes. This is the same type of African defense system that is going on right now with the Nubas that you see with these two brothers right here. The show is an African art form all the way from the Nubas. The Nubas who live in the highlands of the Sudan. Now, also, just as you see these two brothers right here, mixing it up, one trying to flip the other down, and look at the Nuba brothers that you see right here. Okay? So that's why we come back in all forms to show our story so we can document it, not just to... Uh, have it from a European perspective, but have it from our African perspective, our African comedic perspective. So we see the two African defense system right here. Now keep in mind, when these brothers, why are they uh, in this form of art right here with the Nubas anyway? They're, they are fighting for something. They are fighting for the woman. And when one wins, he is able to get the sister, and when he wins, she actually comes and puts her leg over his shoulder something like this here. Now imagine if you had to have you a battle. I think that's why you see the brothers were in serious battle, lockdown battle, because this is what they were fighting for. Okay? Now, I think we'd be in serious lockdown battle if we were still fighting for this today. Okay, sometimes we get in a lockdown battle. Okay, but now you can see that this is a natural form where once the brother wins, he has the queen of the village, and she actually puts her leg over his shoulder and says, I chose you because you're the baddest brother in the village. All right? 
So here you see it caught. Here you see it carved in stone right here, brothers and sisters. So what is it called? Montu art form. So we erase the martial art because we're not deifying Rome and we're not deifying Roman deities and nor we're not deifying Asia either. So let's get it right. You got an eyewitness account. Take your pictures and go back and show to others who continue to deify others instead of themselves. Hotel. We go to another area. Going forward, that sending energy, 
you that's left, but it's going forward that's receiving. When you put both feet together, that's balancing the energy. So standing with both feet together, lifting up that stone, or just holding your hands up and then, you know, saying, raising your hands to the roof or whatever. And then breathing in through your palms and hands, but at the same time through the nose and allowing the stomach to get lost like a beach ball. Then exhaling out the nose, you know, trying to get your roof in the mouth. All the same is the posture of a of a neutrality when not what's called Wuchi or the void, but all is all the same in that posture, then breathing out the hand, allowing the stomach to go as flat as possible towards the spine, that enhances our energy. Alright, so Qigong's had been has had a long track record of supporting good health within um the so called Chinese medical societies for over 3,500 years, but did the same type of qigong for on the walls of ancient Kemet and Nuba in the house of Dan for 50,000 years ago. All right, so it really helps one to be relaxed for one of these qigong and in the distress-filled society, modern society, we experience a lot of Tension, a lot of anxiety. So, by doing Qigong, with deep breathing exercises, basically um, energy skills develop over time. We um, can relieve stress. And when we experience the Qi, but when one experiences the Qi for the first time, it is somewhat of a mental exhilarating type of effect that can alter one's consciousness. And um, that's almost like magic, you know. Remember, magic is, can be best described as a, a body of techniques used to consciously alter the perception. You know, since so we by using certain things, you can alter our, we can alter our perception. Magic is also the art of making acts change reality by uh, by utilizing the will and our imagination for the collective mind. Uh, we can, by the intent, change our external reality. So, when some, when the guns or when we discipline ourselves to be breathing and we, um, we use that energy, it can help with enhancing our mental function internally and open up certain values. In the last, like, 50 years, there has been uh, a lacking of um, the information is based in reality of what deep breathing can do as far as, like, what we call Qigongs and Tai Chi. Tai Chi is a more advanced form of Qigong because it's moving meditation versus what Qigong yeah, it's moving the arms and hands in certain positions, the waves will affect the energy. But it has been lacking here in the West. The movement has been lacking in the West due to the teachers as well as um, the push from PR, public relations, the media. Um, so a lot, but a lot of people think that you know that um, external. Hard exercises produce good health. 
like weightlifting, running, and things like that. You know, on the day to day or so throughout the week. When the actuality, like I was speaking on earlier, it can produce good health by way of cardiovascular. So, you know, something that health is based on is strength of our muscles. The true optimal health is based on the strength of our inner reality. Now, energy that um, focuses on uh, on every system of our body. That's the internal energy. Basically, that's the infinite, eternal, immortal, enlightened intelligence that fuses all of those organs together. So naturally, better health enhances the internal energy. The muscular exercises or muscular fitness may build external strength and our muscles may be in good shape and tone, yet does that mean we're going to have um, eternal health or will our organ system be strong? Um, you know what I'm saying? So muscular fitness, like exercises, generally with lifting weights or something, don't generally mean that we will have, um, well, we'll heal ourselves from illness. Muscular exercises may increase our air capacity, through the lungs, respiratory functions, and it may increase blood circulation through the heart or circulatory system heart functions. It does, uh, will, and does. Will and, uh, well, if it does, it does. If we don't get tired, we also are not just infusing more energy into the body, we are also um, regulating the blood flow. So a lot of people don't consider the fact that we are also strengthening the nervous system as well. So when our nerves are strong and are fit, then we can withstand a lot of the stresses that occur in the physical reality and be able to ward them off and heal ourselves a lot put and dealing with this electronic digital age when with the constant you know boom boom pound of the artificial electronic signals that are infused into our nervous system this causes a depletion of our energy so by doing you know these deep breathing exercises or giving the breath we can purge out some of those unnecessary, that unnecessary feelings and keep that nervous system online. So the um, strong muscles, again, doesn't necessarily mean a healthy body. And it doesn't give us the energy that we may need to move around on a day-to-day basis especially after we reach the age of 20, when, you know, we have that natural energy to do what we need to do throughout the day. From the time from about 3 to 20, we have, we have moments of our energy that starts fading down after 20. So, and when it's in its natural form, we can see that the threshold of our energy can be very strong 
when we utilize the problem. But again, dealing with this day and time and stresses of this reality, be it the artificial, the artificial electromagnetic field or the artificial foods, the artificial air that we breathe, causes a, a even more abrupt, speedy depletion. Qigong means energy skills develop over time, so this could be any exercise or exercise that is focused on improving our energy level, balancing it with the energy within our nervous system. Allow the fluctuation of those energies to flow properly in the body. So when these systems um, come online together, then that unified body or the Tachi body flows in accordance and in balance. Qigong, and Tai Chi, such and as well as Bhagwazan. Well, Tai Chi and Bhagwazan are more advanced type of Qigong. Medical Qigongs uh, versus martial Qigongs, uh, well, there have similarities that they are very different. Martial arts Qigongs are used to enhance physical performance. This is similar to a weightlifter or basically similar to an athlete that lifts lifts weights to um, enhance or become stronger in the sport that they participate in. So when they're training or or lifting weights, they are enhancing their strength to be able to become stronger in that sport. So that's what Marshall Chikons does for one who practices um, the art form, martial arts, enhances their strength and enhances their abilities within that structure of that uh, martial arts. In the medical aspect of Chikons has been used for thousands and thousands of years to affect and cure many diseases that other processes didn't affect. So, and breath spray going regulates the internal energy of the body, which Chinese medical philosophy states that it is responsible for all physical and mental functions. So this would be melanin, because it, if we know about melanin, melanin is also responsible for all physical parts of the body because melanin is the intelligence that is pretty much personifying and manifesting the body to the expectation of physical reality. So when these high performance athletes are practicing or are lifting weights and whatnot, they are lifting the weights become stronger and enhance their abilities in that that's similar to a martial artist, but it's also similar to one who wants to gain good health. When we enhance our energy level, we enhance our health as well. So uh, it improves healing as well as it improves speed and movement inside of those type of uh, athletic um, 
friends. This is by way of improving the speed of my nerve reaction, breathing and slow movement. We are giving our nervous system the strength that is required by way of air or oxygen. The body or the physical, physiological structure and structure healthy and strong, then it's not going to have to be stressed by healing. Then we can actualize a lot more faster. So your bodies are very similar to electronic or digital devices that runs on energy or or megabytes. Energy is not the same as the energy that we speak on when we feel tired or when we have an abundant amount of energy. For instance, like to go jogging five miles or Walk up the mountain, or you know, just have an energy for the day for a work job, whatnot. It's more like the energy, or it's more like a computer. You think on the ability of this system to process information, and what does a digital system need? It has to have. It depends on how many kilobytes, megabytes. Big bytes or terabyte that is uh, moving through that system as far as the process is concerned. So the more bytes, the easier the functioning of that digital system. So that's very similar to the level of chi within the physical body. So the more chi, the more power. If we are below a certain threshold, then we become sick. If we are above that baseline or that threshold, then we feel better. Yet, if we are far above that threshold, then we feel like superhumans. 50 year old feel 18. I mean, an 80 year old feel 30. So, when the body is not balanced or when the body doesn't have enough chi or energy or the hidden light of the intelligence, it can become uneasy. It can become. It can go into a disease state, basically. So we first focus on increasing the amount of energy going in the body for the organs to work, moving the energy into the organ systems that you wish for it to affect. This is internal arts or the internal martial arts, or the internal matu art. This is what um, in Washita we are calling Washita. In my twice, basically that's the eye of the serpent, the serpent that meets at the eye, uniting both lands. So that's the energy, the Kundalini-type energy going up, spiraling, you know, back to the pineal. Land, and then uniting both the lower and higher self by way of meditation, deep breathing exercises, and matura um, type of uh, exercise. Rest, you know, just those different exercises to keep the body attuned. Right. On, uh, on the YouTube page, on Dr. Alain's YouTube page, and 
the eight-stand apostles works with the third body and the fourth body outside of the physical body. And that allows the chi to flow through the major pathway, you know, that is most optimal. And it also helps connect the organs, tissue, muscles, tendons, ligaments, and fascia inside of the body by increasing the general overall level of the energy or what we call chi on a underlying, you know what I'm saying, or melon. So if we increase the ability of the body to process the chi, then we increase our optimal health. So like a digital device or a computer, the more bytes you have in that computer, like you've got terabytes going on in the computer versus just a few kilobytes, you've got some terabytes jumping, then the computer's going to fire off a lot quicker. It's going to have less time to it's not going to take as much time to adapt. But if we don't have enough terabytes, then the computer might take five minutes to just turn on. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same with the physical body. The more chi we have, the more energy. I'm not talking about energy to get up and move with our muscle reaction. But if it's focused on all reactions of the physical body, you know what I'm saying? We call it vascular, respiratory, liver function, lymphatic function, the digestive function. When all those functions are working properly together and use, then everything else will fire off properly too. So if one gets a cold or something, you know, do a couple of them, keep breathing, exercise, keep going, and cold is gone in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? No problem. But then you got to take no medicine or nothing like that. You fuse it out the body. It's not just suppressing the, um, the mucus drainage by hiding it. Expression means to, to hide, to conceal, basically. doesn't mean to, to cure, to heal. So, again, you know, normal exercise can improve blood circulation, yet it's affecting optimal health. No, if it's definitely or something like that. Not really, yet. Deep breathing exercise, like the H-banding posture, affects and each movement affects some type of organ system, but in contrast, muscle fitness only affects the muscle, basically, the heart and lung. There's one thing that separates them, that's the chin. So when we're looking at deep breathing exercise, it's like the chin, the inside of uh, what we call martial arts, the matsura then we have to notice our intent. The physical, when muscular fitness fits, muscular physical fitness, right? There is really no thinking about moving the energy. It's just, you know, lifting the weight, you know what I'm saying? Most people don't even think about what they are doing with that arm or with those legs and what organ system may be affected as we move on. So with our intent, we can move the energy with our hands by way of what is called energy transfer mechanism, where we have the intent or the our imagination or this basin is actually moving the energy from the gradient of high to the gradient of low. That's how, you know, being that, like in the temple, if you look at a temple, it can also be um, 
uh, it's not to be looked upon as a mountain. You notice a mountain. The mountain has ice at the top, you know, and that ice melts between the water and it flows to the bottom. So the gradient of energy within the physical body as well flows from the top to the bottom. So if we move our hands from the top, it's like in the clearing at the end of, of uh, the, um, the Qigong movement or the Qigong form, we clear or even the Tai Chi or whatever, even the hard form, clear and we bring that energy back down and allow it to go out to speak. So it won't be stagnant. Any stagnant energy in the body can locate itself because of some type. We do what is called energy transfer mechanism. So the energy transfer mechanism and the chi is then moved by way of intent. And chi can be considered as the information carrier. This is also what Melanie is, basically. When you think about um, what the crystalline liquid plasma that we call blood, that intelligence is the carrier of information, and that's by way of the cell. So that crystalline liquid plasma that we call blood again is the cell, and what is being imported on the cell throughout the body is intelligence. That's melody. So that's some considered you know, cheap to be an information carrier as well that can be looked upon as being to be melody, which it is. That's the hidden light of intelligence. So within the A standard posture, we are simplifying the Tachi into uh, eight basic movements in a, in a standstill or neutral condition. You know, Tachi again unites everything in the body to where, you know what I'm saying, which is a good thing, but it's just a more complex form of uh, inner size. And also, whereas Bhagwatan is even a much more complex form of inner size. Then we go into the higher forms like they pop up, I'm not mistaken, but that cycle is moving from not just like your Tai Chi is four directions or five directions speak on center. So you have north, east, west, and south or all those four directions. And then you have coming back to center. Bagua Zan is eight different movements or eight. That Bagua Zan basically means eight changes both sides. And laying by five is uh, all of that you know, in some. So you're going eight, eight directions as well as going in the four directions and you know, go back or four, eight directions. It's really up to the person on the movements, and that's in all general uh, forms of my two hour arts. Come up with your own at the end of the day. All right, so, you know, bodybuilding is not necessarily uh, regulated on lifting weights. Lifting weights is not really going to become healthy internally. So the internal strength is far greater than external strength. External strength would not give me the energy that's required to get up out of bed in the morning, go to work, or 
you know what I'm saying? Or just have the image of the paint pop. You know, I know a big bunch of dumb, I ain't going to say dumb, I know some strong, uh, not so intellectually savvy individual do itself. Now, you know, we see that a lot. You see a lot of people working on the physical body, so to speak, like they need the muscles to, you know, play some type of sport or, or do whatever they're doing. They're just trying to pick up a girl or something or trying to pick up a guy that they could that way. Yeah, you know, muscular strength is good to have, yet it's not going to create any type of good health within the body. So when we are speaking on bodybuilding, got to remember it's not really regulated to lifting weights or running fast or anything like that. Or whatever bodybuilding is really speaking on the internal aspects of strength. Body meaning five soul is deep contributing. So when we're contributing to the divine soul, our body physically is composed of two major parts. First part is the physical. And then the second part, the second part being the energy supply which our body needs for it to function properly. We can look at the body somewhat like a factory where the many organs that are located within the body act as machines. These machines process raw materials. So some of the raw materials, some of these raw materials brought into the factory can be used to create energy for the other raw material to be converted into the finished product. So, you know, we can bring some wood into the factory to burn off into fire so we can heat the um, the factory or we can bring it in as a light so to speak. But so some of these energies are brought into the factory so we can break down those other um, those other materials or raw materials into finished product. So within the body the raw materials that we bring in are food and hair. And the finished product is what we call life. So when we bring in this food and air in, which are basically the fuel or power supply, and it is very wise for us to notice the quality of food and air. Because the quality affects the body in its complete as the organs, nerves, blood, and even every tiny little cell are all life, and they can all be looked upon as little machines with their own unique function. So just like an electric motor that we have in our home appliances, if there's no current, then the appliance doesn't work. So in the Chinese perception is that and blood are closely related. The concept behind that, the same word she goes, blood follows, is that she, or energy, is vital energy, basically melanin, provides energy for the blood cells to keep them alive. So it is thought that blood is able to store she, or energy, and the essence is a 
transported energy to every cell of the body. So this energy is needed to keep them all alive and functioning properly. So again, the food and air, fuel, or power supply and their quality affects physical body and its completeness. There's three aspects of uh, in Chinese traditional Chinese medicine of the medical society. Chinese medical society basically um, these three aspects are fundamental for the optimal uh, health and for building the body properly. These aspects are called Jing, Qi, or Shen. Jing is essence. Qi means the energy, and Shen means the spirit. So, but basically, Jing is the food and air. So, when we're speaking on the quality of the food and air affects the body in a, in a sense, since Jing is food and air, and this is the fuel and chi is like the energy produced from this fuel. So when the food and air is at its highest quality, or the energy will be at its highest quality. But if the food and air is at a low vibration, then the chi as well, or the melanin, will be at a low vibration. So just as we were speaking earlier, as I stated earlier, the body is somewhat like a factory, right? So all the organs within the body that are located within our body, they act as machines that process the raw materials and its products. So, for instance, if I'm getting good raw materials, be it, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables and good water and good air, then the machines or the organs of the body process it and then takes it and puts it in, and forms it into chi or into energy. But if I'm taking in something that is not so good, and that could be processed foods. So my body takes in something that's already processed. How can I formulate or transform and transfer that energy or that processed item into energy? when it's already been processed, taking and putting, if I'm at a, if we're working in a factory and we're making, we're cutting wood into two-by-fours, that's like trying to take that two-by-four and go back into that machine and make another two-by-four. It's not happening. It's already been processed in the two-by-four, so it's just going to come back where it is. It's going to be stuck probably, uh, you know. So, when we take in that processed food, the food is already been processed. The body has no function, and it's not going to transform that process or already processed item into energy proper. So it gets stuck or stagnant. It becomes a structure or a dam within the system or the meridian system, secretary system. Okay, so. The highest quality food and air that we can um, intake is optimal for the exchange of assimilation to break down those those food items and air 
into or converted into energy. And that's power. More power will see. Not necessarily it's not energy for, you know, to be able to push your car or something like that. I mean that that can happen, that will you can pr- produce that type of energy. Yeah, it's energy for internal uh, healing and also for to utilize their energy as true heal. But it's you can do other things, you know, those cities, those nine gifts can be enhanced and then properly utilized. As well as other abilities like telekinesis, telepathic abilities, all those different things like that with extrasensory perceptions. So you got to forgive me, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, you know, like I said, I, I'm I'm coming in a little late on these last few days. I'm normally in the sleep state by 11, 12 o'clock, you know what I'm saying? So I'm starting to tell it, yes, sir, or yes, yes, or not yet. All right, so when we want to have our body to be as strong as possible, we don't need to necessarily put our primary focus on lifting weights or doing some type of hard external exercise. There needs to be a balance. And that balance comes in through enhancing our inner strength by way of deep breathing exercise. So be it Qigong, Tai Chi, yoga is done properly, um, as well as um, eating or consuming the highest grade of food items and breathing in the highest grade of air because food and air is also what creates the essence that's basically transformed into power. So if we got a good um, food going in, good air going in, good water going in, then that converts into
by way of my through our discipline retaining and cultivating the energy. So when we obtain the energy through the essence, you know, about uh, getting uh, good food and air in, water as well, then we retain the energy by uh, noticing emotional reactions as well as not exerting certain energies on certain activities, then we cultivate that energy and we bring it about to that cycle or that Tishin uh, divine cycle or the microcosmic orbit to allow it to circulate throughout the body and contribute to the divine soul and enhance the, the, the relation of the soul with the physical body, the vessel, the home, the vehicle by way of Heart intent or true intent that requires that's when the discipline is being um, utilized properly. My two rod again, my two rod discipline by way by the energy. Right now, I'm gonna go over a few points of uh, movements with two points that relate to the movement in the Tai Chi as well as Qigong that can affect our physiological structure. So as we move, a lot of people are like, what is the movement doing in class? They, they ask me, but so with each movement, you're, we're actually doing something with our organ system and the tone. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had to get together, though. I'm like, wow, that's a good question. I so that's a yeah, that's a good question. I'm I'm let you know what this is right here because this is so real real fast, like quick like in a hurry and take the time and rush through it's eleven eleven too. So we're gonna open up some portals right here. Actually the first one is opening up. So that opening up is the raising the ball. So like if you if you ever if you looked at um the Multi-chi form device online on the YouTube page of Dr. Alim, and you'll see how my hands were arriving on the first movement after stepping out into the world onto a Wuchi or a boy. The hands come up and then they fall. So what's happening here, what's taking place, is um, this is bringing the nervous system online. So the hands come up towards the face, but then they sink. We inhale, but we inhale and we breathe in as they come up, and then we exhale as they go down. And what's happening is also loosening the joints. Every joint in the body is being loose because we vibe up the whole the body rises, the knees rise, the hips rise, the hands rise, and then they sink back down. So it loosens the joints and it brings the nervous system alive. And it also balances the energy of left and right. So that's that uh that's that that the gateway right to when I left and right. Alright, so is is uh relating to two vessels, that's the lungs and the large intestine. It refines the energy within the body and promotes a highly cultivated uh, circulation of the energy in the body by Given the nervous system 
that joke that it needs to, you know, start the engine of the car. You know, just, you know, you can't just get in the car and things just gonna run. You gotta put the key in and turn it on. You know what I'm saying? So that rising and falling basically is the same as getting in the car, putting the key in the ignition, and turn it on. So you can be in the car, but you ain't going nowhere. You ain't turning on that nervous system properly or getting the electric right form properly. You know what I'm saying? So this this system that and also assists with finding is alright, so that's that rising and fall. That first initial movement it also relates to roll back and push and the hands roll back towards the chin, then they automatically push forward. These can also be utilized as cheek numbers. That's those just that movement of rising and falling at the cheek numbers. Coming up, breathing in. Breathing out on the way down. Uh, just move slow as possible to breathe in. And that, like I said, that balances the energy of that right. It turns the nervous system on. It's the nervous system. That joke that it needs and it loses all the joint. All right, so on um, grass the bird's tail, his roll back push, ward off. That is the second movement in the small tai where you know, after the rising and falling, form that chi ball, and then the hand that's, uh, I guess that would be the left hand as it comes out, that's ward off. All right, so ward off. And also go back and push for that one move from right there, ward off inside of that form. Right, it's no roll back and push minus the roll back on the rising and falling. So there's no push on the ball, on the ball aspect of the small tai chi form. But the ward off is right after that. Ward off on the cheap ball from after the rising fall. We form the cheap ball with the end step to the left. Then we step out to the left heel first, and we ward off to the left. So that in that ward off, what's taking place is uh, we are utilizing the lungs, large intestines. The warmer is also being utilized right there as well. But what is taking place is it's enhancing digestion, and it is also giving a good pump to the heart. When the hand moves from the right over to the left, it's also um, enhancing the gallbladder. The gallbladder meridian is located in the hips, in the hip region. So when we're moving from that hip region, the axle, we're coming over to the to the left with the right to the left with the left hand being adjoined and in unison with the left knee and the left toe as well as the left eye. So all of that will be online together. The left eye will be looking at the index finger and be online with that, while the left hand's fingertips will be online with the left knee, and the left knee will be online with the big toe. But the, all, that, all that movement and that's that ward off there is affecting the lungs, large chest, the heart, the arcadia. So it is bringing those energies online. Since uh, the heart is connected to the stomach, it's also helping improve digestion. The heart and the stomach are in the same group.
in the hand that's on the bottom comes the ransomware delivered. Whatever side it will be, it will be delivered on the right-hand side, but the kidneys are in the back. So by twisting the hips around and the hand moving in that area, it comes up, it gives a gradual massage to the kidney, which produces the essence, essence, right? So that um, so that exercise, single will or inner size within the Tai Chi form, small Tai Chi form, produces... Um, it promotes health by allowing that gradual size towards the kidney as well as the bladder because the kidney and the bladder are connected in that parent group. And then the single will connect all the meridians together Okay, so I'm just going to give you two points, um, two points as far as acupressure points or acupuncture points as acupressure with acupressure to relieve certain type of ailments that may appear. Um, the first point, these two points are the basic um, specific points that unify all other points or inside of the Tashi forms or whatnot could be used. This, uh, these two areas more or less inside the forms uh, in abundance. So the first point is the bladder 40 is located behind the knee, right behind the knee. So if you're at the top of the knee, you've got like a, a pin or a nail or something that's stuck to the knee. It come out right in the middle. It'd be right in the middle of the knee going to the other side, the back. So what we'll what do is get our middle finger or index finger, and we'll press in on that part right there in the middle of the back of our knee and hold it for one minute. And then we'll release for 10 seconds and hold it again for one. Release for 10 seconds. So you can do that up to up, 10 minutes. But what that does, it relieves these this, this, as well as all parties, back issues, and knees, presses, your left, right knee. You can do both of them at the same time if you like. You can relieve that back pain as well and these stiffness. By pressing in that area from one minute, you know what I'm saying? Then release for 10 seconds and hold again for one minute. And you'll notice a change in it. Maybe not the first night, but after about three nights, four nights of doing that periodically, then you'll notice um, a, good, a good feeling starting to take place and a good healing starting to take place. Remember, it's a change over four, so the intent just by doing it and using that. Transfer mechanism, um, ideology, then you can affect change within that um, that stiffness or that back pain in our parts. The next point is liver three. Liver three is located right under the big toe. So you got the big toe and you go in side of the big toe, but then you go down. So we can say, for instance, separate the big toe from the second toe, but it's not inside of those, that part. It goes down right there where the big toe is connected at the base to the second toe. What you want to do is you want to press downward and at an angle away from the big toe. 
to uh, affect that that point. So you hold that for the same amount of time, one minute, and then release for 10 seconds. And you do that for up to 10 minutes. But what that does is it relieves insomnia. So if you have problems sleeping before you go to bed, and it's wise to deep breathe while you're doing these type of points, so you deep breathe. You breathe in for six, hold for three while pressing down. Um, at that point, this is the level three point, so you can look up the meridian system and see your acupressure points or acupuncture points and, and, and see what this where this point is. You will press down and at an angle, and this will help you go to sleep at night. All right, so you do that. It also helps with hypertension or high blood pressure and also diabetes. So, again, this is at the big toe. Again, you can look it up, lift the three, but you would go right here in between the big toe, and you would press down and at an angle away from the big toe and hold that for one minute, release it for 10 seconds, then hold it again for one minute, and you should do that for up to 10 minutes, 20 minutes, because I feel probably fall asleep doing it because I hear that.
Plus, hey, you so yeah, right now, party. Oh. And then also, um, the triple warming is also being utilized in, in uh, the ward off, push rollback. That's uh, the grass to first tail, but that ward off is being off the slope that I talked about, and the hand goes over to the left. Also, we do the same thing to the right after that. You know what I'm saying? So, when the hand goes in that direction, it is uh, utilizing lungs, large intestines, heart, as well as the procadian. Procadian is that sac, the covering of the heart. So, all of that is getting a good exercise right there. You get energy to flow through it properly. You can imagine the energy moving. Excuse me. Hmm. All right, so. I said it's been one of them days, hard day. You know, it's the Mars day. This morning, morning, morning. Morning, morning. It's good. Everything's good. Everything is good, good, good. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's, uh, that is how we can enhance uh, and actually move the energy within the body. Properly, you know, we enhance it by way of food and air, quality food and air. So that's uh, obtained. We retain the energy by way of this, and then we cultivate the energy by way of moving it through the body in certain uh, relations through our hands as well as through our mind. Exercises that can be utilized in doing so, they can't really be. I can explain some of them, but some of them, you know, correct posture is very fundamental. But there is no wrong way to do Chi-Chi-Gong, basically. I can explain that to an individual. The way it was explained to me as well, if you're doing it and you have the intent for that energy to go to a certain place, where the Chi goes, blood follows. So, first, mind name. So where the mind goes, she goes, and the blood follows. And the blood is the more the most physical aspect of those three uh, different uh, revolutions. So when the mind is intact with she with the energy automatically has to move in the direction that the mind is telling the energy to go. So because the energy is Basically, the information or the intelligence that is carried within the cell, but it's also an external or it's an infinite um, aspect of self, meaning or it's the multiplicity of itself, as it is all, it permeates all. This uh, so-called chi, but basically dark energy, dark matter, melody, internal and external melody. So we're moving it through. Interconnecting with all things, as well as the spiritual reality of the intelligence. So, when we're dealing with the different bodies of man, so to speak, in my end, it can be perceived on the same level or experience found in the universe as a whole, be found within the soul as well. So, everything that we're viewing. From an external, can be viewed or deemed or can be observed within the human soul. So, the same level of what we call being, the same divine heart is found in the immaterial, very astral 
the higher planes of the universe as a whole. This um, realization of the mural or microcosm is one of the central aspects of this process where uh, the whole process circles around the magnetic uh, axle pole of pure beings. So the principle of the macrocosm and the microcosm represents the varying um, levels and is the foundation of most spiritual metaphysical traditions. Right. So the individual human being then is understood in this return as a reflection of the whole universe and the same level we have traced in the universe as a whole traced of the soul as well. And so it's another way of saying as below, so above. So the universe and the spiritual um, representation are mirrored of one. They are mirrored through many subtle bodies. So we have the biological or physical body, the etheric body, which is made of the ether or the lichen, the astral body, which is the body of concrete consciousness, and that's shaped by our thoughts and feelings. Then we have the mental body, which is the body of the abstract consciousness, perceived by our awareness, and that opens up the realm of experience that are bound by space time or the local reality. And then we have the spiritual or the cosmic body and we call that body the hidden light of the intelligence. That's what I call it. In place of the light body. So I call it the light body, but I call it the hidden light of the intelligence. Which is that's the uh, root of our conscious most essence of so, so as the levels of the macrocosm is governed by the body below it, that is the denser, that's the, the more material part of ourselves. So the astral body is shaped and directed by the mental body, and that in turn shapes and directs the etheric body. So again, each body can be seen, the interior body, the physical body, is shaped and directed by um, the astral body. And that is directed by the mental body, in terms of shapes and directs the interior body. Each of these parts of the soul has its own nature and function and its own role in the waking, in the waking process. I transition. Physical body has function, and it's, you know, physical body basically is the body that's known by man, medical society, biological science. Pretty much studies the physical body. It serves as the foundation to the material reality, physical reality. That's the, that's the instrument of the other parts of the soul to enable the soul to. to participate and perceive and act in this state of etheric body is usually divided into two parts. The first is the etheric double. That's the doppelganger. This this is like uh, very closely the same as the physical body. It extends out of the body to about an inch and it gives us the frame of a subtle energy 
on which the material body is built. It, it contains like a series of channels and meridians and energy centers that are important, that are a very important role in what so like when we were speaking earlier on uh, enhancing energy and how the extended posture affects the etheric as well as aura, aura. This is where I was speaking on because those formative energies that are within the physical body also reside on the external as well. So by enhancing the energy, then it's bringing more key or more energy. But then by focus and by uh, determination as well as this, then it enhances the etheric body. And then that will, it will enhance the asteroid. Those are the same point. Sometimes we have blocks where the confusion takes place. Um, Second part of the theory body is the orbit. Right, so like I'm saying, the extended posture is going to pretty much affect change in the theory body as well as the orbit due to those movements. That um, steal certain energy by utilizing imagination or being inside the visualization, as well as those different movements, the expansion. That will help extend the third double out several feet from the physical body. One of the movements, the second to last movement, the last movement actually is called expanding uh, the golden orb. So the first movement in the A standard posture, we I would open the first move up the tree that belongs to the heart. The second movement, Mr. Pyramid. That's kidneys, lungs, and heart. You can feel it, you know, but then the third one is uh, uh, lifting hands to head. That's kidneys and liver. Or supporting the head of the kidneys and liver. And the uh, fourth movement is uh, moon supports the sun. So right there, that's the uh, kidneys and urinary bladder, as well as the liver and the uh, gall bladder. Then the um, fifth movement is giving energy back to mother, turning energy to mother. That's the kidneys again, as well as the lungs. The heart is giving a better inside. Then what is sixth movement is uh, opening the golden oil. That's when it has the side right there. That's the lung, heart, small intestines. Large intestine, good for digestion, flowing, well. Then the seventh movement is expanding the golden oil. So that, that right there is extending our etheric double and our over out several feet from the body. This serves as the interface between the etheric body and the and that is the cosmos. It serves as that go between the etheric body of that individuated dual self and, and the universe and the cosmos and all those forces and principles within the universe are reflected onto itself, the physical body. So it connects 
through by, by way of the dark energy and dark matter in that deep region, it connects the external reality within the internal reality through those forces and principles outside. It connects to the according system. The astral body can't be so easily mapped out in this kind of way, like the third dimensional language that we're speaking of with uh, the physical body attached to the theory bodies, the aura, the Um The astral body is like other body consciousness, more closely connected to the mind than to the body. Alright, so although neither of these categories are going to fit anywhere in the midst of you, so the astral body is developed in the field of things occupy roughly the same space as the oak, but is kind of shaped, reshaped by what the thinking, all the images, words, and sensations affected by the astral body and are affected by the turn. So it interacts freely with the astral level of cosmos in which the astral bodies of the human being being. It also contains most of those parts of the self we normally think of as mental or inner intellect, emotion, fascination, these are the instruments of concrete consciousness, and it also is the basis for the individual way towards self-personality. So the astral body was holding the image of words and sensations that affect the physical body, and that in turn affects the etheric and uh, so when we're asked to travel, we really want to get out there and, and Move through the cosmos, like to talk about. Um, it's good to settle the emotions beforehand because then we might go through different forms. You know, but also, you know, they say meditation ain't what you're thinking. So it's good to steal the mind as deep as possible into meditation to where there, if there are going to be certain thoughts just jumping up in there. There, there are they are less thoughts that they're pretty subtle and they're not so demanding or so physical. So one, two thoughts throughout, you know, ten, thirty minutes, you know, start say thank you. So you know, go on your merry way. The mental body can be thought of as the central pattern of the soul, so it can be described as a subtle body, but at a high a more highly metaphorical experience. It can't be located in the third dimensional reality at all. This is uh, basically the soul body is the instrument of abstract consciousness, meaning that thought does not involve forms or image any sort. It doesn't so any sort that we that we can perceive by possibly right. This is the mental body. Thus it, it makes us it makes it possible to perceive core ideas, structures of experience, uh, which exists outside space and time. That's basically being able to use oneself or one's intelligence with star code spectrums or those patterns. Like, in, 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 you know, instead of seeing certain things as far as the wording is concerned, you see it in the pattern. You see the true essence of it. Or the information generally doesn't have to be symbols that's based in the wordplay or the word game. It could be the information that's in the grass or information that's in the cloud. We see that truth answered through 
can't conscious. And that's within the soul of the mental body. The spiritual body or the cosmic body, essence of divine spark, that's the initiated spark, that's the first cell. Then around that, around which all the other layers of the soul are built up to, it represents the point of contact between the human mm-hmm. microcosm and that unity of being. Theological terms is what some people call God. I'm saying, but it can best be uh, imagined as the pure self or the, the first self, the first cell or the higher self, the, the higher intelligence, the natural state, the material, the divine, within everything and within everyone. But there is really no definition policy that can be um, stamped upon this. So in practicing different aspects of mysticism, going into uh, inner work, each of these levels of the soul comes to play with one another in one's life. And specific aspects of these levels provide the principal tools by which the powers of the microcosm are directed through the soul, and then they resonate to vibrate into the soul body of man. So as a seeker, one is to become the true vehicle, the, the temple, peace, peace, temple, peace, receive those higher vibrations and magnetically resonate with these our vibrations manifest in the body as certain spiritual qualities, which are basically interstates of realization. So these inner realities, inner realms of realization, create a sense of a very abstract material, and it is necessary to get a clear sense of the mystical and magical understanding of what is meant by the hidden potential qualities. So, in the realms of consciousness, you know what I'm saying, that so unveiled gradually to the consciousness of the seeker are the inner realms that can be produced during dreaming, meditation, or at any appropriate time or moment in that seeker's life. And when they make themselves known, it creates a rupture in time space that open up that opens up a gap, or that's the point, vortex, to allow a higher level of resonance that impregnates the astral and astral and ethereal bodies are more connected to physical bodies. No, so when it opens up that gap and, and that egg is being formed, that ethereal, that ethereal body, that uh, duple gang is being formed, it, um, it, it uh, helps qualify the soul potential or the power of the soul. That vibration then resonates all the other bodies that they in. This result, the result or the final completion is out of that in the chair. I mean, uh, can Paul complete? Home. The result of this is uh, 
investment or operation of the sort of body that feels something that cannot really be explained or put to words. So one would have to basically experience the experience to be able to comprehend what would happen next. That is the intangible presence of the eye. So, you know, when I played the iPhone, you know, I talked about inner, inner work and energy. We need to relocate what is not local. That's the eye. So that's the immortal body as well at that point. That test. So that test is hidden behind that rock. When series A and series B is in conjunction with the sun, we can find our treasure that's inside the test that's being initiated spark to first cell. So when we're building the body, how to build the body inside our first foundation, which is information like that foundation or that, you know, the building of the, the information laying that first that rock and forming a bridge to the experience so we can walk across those in different relations of the information into an understandable open. I will close out now. I'll talk to you all the rest. If y'all can't say, yeah, I'm a little a little something, something on me, not like that, though. I'm be the back in the morning. You know, I'm in the cycle, right? So I'm going to fade out real fast. Give thanks. You know, I'm pushing a little late. I'm moving slow, too, so you go ahead and some water. Get ready for the nighty night, so peace, prosperity, protection, and good health. I'm not going to be on next week. Next Tuesday, got two things to take care of, so see you on the weekend and the week following. All right? Peace. Blessings. Yeah. yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. The unveilings. Spiritual revelations. The openings.
it's Tuesday, another news day. Northeast, west, southwest. Not here to confuse the day, just a few the way. Another tip for Tricks Tuesday. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.